Hello, and welcome to the Dangerous Creatives Podcast. We're ready to dive into the deep end of running a creative business, the joys, the sorrows, and the shit no one wants to talk about. I'm your host, Kristen Sweeting, a traveling wedding photographer and coach for creative business owners who scaled two businesses while single parenting, so I know it doesn't always go as planned. Hold on to your seats as we explore what wholeness looks like within your creative journey and how growth doesn't always come in the ways we expect. Well, hey, I'm so excited to have my friend Ingvild Kolnes here. She is a elopement photographer based in Norway, also has an amazing podcast um, and also a coaching program. So she is has been so lovely to just jump in here and talk a little bit about her business share some wins, talk about kind of going from feeling, I don't know, maybe I'll let you say like how feeling a little stressed in your business to this, like, I feel like you've really jumped into this place of feeling peaceful and confident and a little bit of your story and what that's looked like. So thanks for being here. Yeah, of course. Of course. I've gotten so much help from you. Uh, So of course I want to be here and yeah, say how my experience has been. Awesome. Thanks. So you're doing a lot of things. You do the elopement photography. The podcast is pretty new. So maybe talk like in the last year, what has started to shift in your business and maybe even like, how has it felt as things have started changing? Mm-hmm. Well, I've kind of known what I, not kind of, I've known what I wanted to do for such a long time. I, I knew that I wanted to get into education, like business education for many years and I just never dared to um and then the podcast has been something that has kind of been on my mind for a while a lot of people have told me like oh you should do a podcast and I was like no there are so many podcasts out there I can't do a podcast and then when I was in the mastermind I was a bit like of course you should put out a podcast why why wouldn't you and that led me to to just do it um I started the podcast and by that time I was so sure that that was that was the right thing for me to do I was sure that that was I'm not going to say it was going to solve everything but it just felt so right that I had no um I had no hesitations around it everything just fell into place as soon as I had decided to do it and then I was right it did turn out to be the right thing for me to do um, the content really comes very naturally to me. It's a, it's a platform and like a medium that I really enjoy because I can just speak uh, and I can just be really like casual and I don't have to do it every single day. It's not like that's kind of what I loved about um, about my business when in wedding photography as well. I didn't have to get my clients and really rely on social media. I had set my website up to do the work for me. So it kind of feels the same way where my podcast kind of does a majority of that work for me because now I just randomly get DMs on Instagram saying like, oh, I love your podcast. I want to work with you. And it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> sure. We can, we can talk about that because it's just a very different way of doing things. And it's a way that suits me very well. And I can't really see that I would have done it without the mastermind or maybe I would have but it would have been in like 10 years you know like it's brought that change on so quickly and even though the mastermind is over um I feel like that feeling has kind of stuck with me so 
now, as I told you before, like I've decided to add on website design as a service, because that's, again, it's one of my favorite ways of doing marketing and it's something that I know I would be really good at. And I don't have that hesitation of like, oh, I shouldn't. There's so many people that are so much better than me and I don't have this qualification and I don't know this thing. There's just none of that. It's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Um, and I know it's going to be really good and it just feels right. And basing those choices on what feels right, that's something that I've never really thought about before. It's not something that's impacted my decisions. It's always been like, what's what's the right thing to do instead of what feels right? So yeah, that's been huge for me. Yeah, that is so good to hear. Yeah, because, you know, one of the things we've talked about a lot in the mastermind, and I know you do this in your programs too, is there's not necessarily one right way to run a business. There's so many ways to run a business. And especially when you're creative and um, are maybe a little bit more introverted, like there are specific ways that will really let you thrive and ways that won't, you know? And yeah. I feel like for a while, maybe you were, were you, do you feel like you were kind of forcing the Instagram side of things or forcing, like you were trying to do a certain way and it just didn't feel right? Maybe I've, I've, I think I've been stuck in that many times of like, because you hear something like, oh, this is how you have to do it. And that's something that's all over the place. And even a a reason why I didn't uh, get into education until uh, a few years ago, because I'd heard from so many photographers, like, oh, that's, that's bad. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't try to make money on helping people uh, with their business skills. And I kind of believe that like someone else has said it. So it must be true almost. And I just don't think that's the case anymore. And it's, as you say, something that I talk about so much in my own program as well, that there's not one right way of doing things. And you shouldn't follow me and do the things that like follow my example and do the things that I do because you think that's going to work for you because it's probably not. And I think when you decide which things are right for you and which path to follow, you can often look at what's what other people are doing and then see like, I hate it when people do that. And then you can do the opposite. And one of my big like, oh, I can't stand it when people do that as educators that maybe have like a a massive following and they're going out saying like this is what I did so this is what you have to do and it's like how can they how can they say that when they know nothing about you or your business or even though I mean some things can work for one person and work really well and it could even work for you but that doesn't mean you're going to enjoy it that doesn't mean it's going to last so I think finding something that works for you is so important I, I don't think it's possible to to have a lasting business if if you're not basing it on your personality. Totally. Yeah. So the, you know, getting in that place, I feel like you are really in that place of trusting your intuition, trusting your flow, trusting that the right things will come to you. Was that, is that something that's taken time to develop? Like, have you always kind of been in that real trusting place or does that still something you like have to work on? Um, no, that's something that's something that I've had to learn. Uh, I've I've had that lesson again and again, like just follow your gut feeling, just just follow what you what you think is right. And I 
I also think that that is something that you talk a lot about as well, um, that way of doing things. And for me, it's not always that easy. I do need some kind of concrete examples and I do like specific um, things just to make it clearer sometimes. But now when it comes to like decision-making, I think that's different. Um, and yeah, that's that's been a newer thing. Totally. Well, the thing that I've seen, one of the things I've seen um, really grow in you the last year or so, not only is it the confidence, but you really have like stepped into this place of being one of the top photo educators in Europe. There's just this spot of, it's really, really inspiring because I think there are a lot of photo educators in the US and you've really um, created this community um, in Europe and are able to produce content in Norwegian and able to really like have a different conversation um, in a really unique way. And so it's been really fun to see you just like step into this leadership role um, and this educator role and to really like own it. And I want to talk about it because I do think, are you, I feel like you're a self-identified introvert or at least if someone's watching this and they're like, can I be a leader and be an introvert? Or how do you figure out what that looks like for you as a, as an introverted person? Like, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, first of all, I think, um, again, you shouldn't follow someone else's like example. I'm not saying, I think a lot of times we think that the people we, we hear or listen to are just naturally extroverted but I don't think that's the case case at all I follow so many that um, think of themselves as introverted and it really doesn't make a difference when it comes to this way of showing up because it's just because I have a podcast and uh, I have a program where I want to teach things and um, kind of give my knowledge onto others and and stuff like that it's not like I talk to everyone in person every day and I invite everyone over to my house I could do that once in a while but I can't do that every single day but to me I found that okay so what I enjoy I can do uh, for example Voxer coaching like talk to people through Voxer or Telegram or something like that I can uh, do website audits where I look at someone's website and then I give them feedback through like video or something like that. So it's, you just find ways to adapt and you just have to lean in and trust that your way of doing it is good enough. And the thing is that through my personality, I'll attract people who think that I seem like a nice person and who have kind of like a similar maybe vibe to me, because if someone was very extroverted and had a completely different way of being they would probably find me kind of boring and they wouldn't want to work with me but there are other people who are more like me who think like oh she seems she seems like a calm person who I could get along with so there's someone out there for you I guess that's my point totally yeah totally there's so many different people out there and when we like get to authentically honor our own energy I mean that's something that I think everything you're saying like you're honoring your own energy of, I don't have endless energy to be on Zoom calls all day. So let's do it this way and provide value this way, or let's use our gifts this way. And I think that that is like 
such beautiful permission to anyone who's wanting to grow into something that like really honoring your personality and your energy is so important. And it will attract the people that like you love working with because they really vibe with that, with the, um, what you're putting out. Yeah. And it's, it's exactly the same that I talk about in my program as well, where if you're an introverted person, uh, if you are like the quiet, calm person, like when I used to shoot a lot of weddings, I was like, oh, I don't really know how I'm going to do this because all the photographers I, I see out there, they're really like, you know, they take up a lot of space and they get people to do all these kind of things. And it's like, I, I, I can never be that person. I guess I can't be a photographer. And then I realized like, oh, I can just be me. I can be in the background and and people will and want that for me. They'll expect me to kind of blend in and not talk, take up any space and just get the behind the scenes kind of um, photos. And once you become aware of that, then you can kind of use that to your advantage. So I would say definitely don't let your personality traits hold you back. Use it as your strength instead. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think in the, you know, in the mastermind, we try to teach some concrete things and then help apply them to people's personality. Um, anything else that you found was really helpful or surprising or anything that you um, appreciated about, you know, being in mentoring? Like, is it something, do you, why do you believe in mentoring? Well, I think it's kind of funny because you can find any piece of knowledge you want free on the internet. I mean, no matter what you're looking for, it's probably just a Google search away. But the thing is, you would then have to sit and piece everything together by yourself. You would have to spend a lot of time doing that. You don't have anyone to ask questions. And it's kind of hard to find a, a way that is adapted to you. And again, your personality, finding a way that suits you. So when you have a mentor, you have someone who's kind of been there done that they can give you the shortcuts and they can it can be someone to to talk to 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 get ideas from and to just help you when you're stuck and you will be stuck I mean yeah of course you will <laughs> totally so doing yeah. so doing things on your own it will be a lot harder and it will be less enjoyable having that community aspect and about the mastermind having the community that was one of my favorite things. I was there every single um, Monday at 6.30 p.m. for me because it was a lot later than for you guys. And I didn't miss a single one or maybe I, I maybe when something occurred, I don't know, but I tried to be there every single time. And it just meant a lot to have that community and to have other others who were in kind of like a similar position. And not just that but it was different because everyone was so unafraid to talk about like money and investments and just bigger topics and just the fact that they they wanted more and they weren't really afraid to say it and that's very unusual I think like because we're all supposed to like hide a little bit and like oh we shouldn't want that and we shouldn't do this and it was just none of that and that was really nice Amazing. Well, um, also you've made some, some lifestyle choices lately, which I love. Would you tell us kind of the things that you're choosing in life and what that looks like for you right now? 
Yeah. So um, this winter, we decided to take some time off. So I decided to, we took five months off. I have still had a couple of elopements that I've shot, like uh, when we first uh, left, that were they were all booked uh, previously. But then since then, I've actually turned down everything, uh, not done any shoots. And we've just traveled for months in our camper van that we just bought. And we're going to do that for another six-ish weeks, I guess. Um, and it's just been so nice to to not worry, I guess, um, to turn down work and just know that it's going to work out. It's going to be worth it to try something new, to to just go back to those values and figure out, okay, what, what really is important and what should we do more of? Because life is short. That's basically it. It's like, and I love my work. I could do it all day, every day, but there is more to life as well. Like you should you should do other things that you enjoy so to explore and just have fun and discover new things take time out for other things which is nice I love that well I you know I think a lot of times with with coaching or business coaching people are like well you know making more 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 money might not be super motivating to me and one one of the things that I think you can um, put as a goal is just like a thriving business can let you take time off. It can give you a year off when you need a mental health year, or you want to travel with your family or your um, partner. It can um, create different opportunities for you to explore your creativity. Like success can look just like a business can look so many different ways. Success can look so many different ways and businesses that we build can really create opportunities for us to do things that lots of people don't don't feel like they have the option of doing um but really being able to like lean into that like my business is here to give me freedom and to let me you know let you guys travel and that's such a cool thing and it's just cool to see people living their values through their businesses in all these different ways yeah because freedom is actually my top value it's what i need the most I just need to have that option of I can just do whatever I want when I want it and but it can be kind of scary it can be hard as well when you um if you have if your business isn't going very well and you feel like oh I don't want to shoot weddings anymore but I have to because I need the money and to just that's something in a, a good business a thriving business can let you do as well like start saying no to the things that you don't want to do anymore and make some changes and and do things that you want to do more so it can be either to take time off and do something completely different or it can be that you just want to do new things in your business because that's important too totally I know I feel like most creative people have several different things they love doing and stuff changes and grows a little bit as you grow and change yeah absolutely. tell us about some of the things that you're offering and how people can connect with you because you have a few different things you're doing now. What um, if someone wants to work with you with photography or web design or coaching and your podcast? Can you tell us a little bit about those things and where to find you? Sure. Uh, so my podcast is called Sustainable Photography, and it's pretty much everywhere where where you might listen to podcasts. So it should be possible to find. Um, and I am now I'm an elopement photographer. That's that's what I do for photography. Um, I mainly work with 
forward couples, uh, mainly Americans, coming to Norway to elope. Uh, and that's one of my favorite things to do. I love it so much. But um, another favorite thing of mine is uh, my mentor program. It's called Sustainable Photography, the, the Sustainable Photography Program. And that opens up this fall. And I'm so excited about that. I'm going to do both an English and a Norwegian version this time. And oh, that is going to be so exciting. Amazing. Finally, it's uh, something that I wanted to do for a long time. But, you know, you have to have space for it. Uh, so that's going to be great. Uh, and I've recently decided to uh, offer web design as well, because my website has always been like my main source of clients. It's been one of my favorite things to do marketing because it's allowed me to get a bunch of clients without having to like you set it up and then there's very little work to have it going so yeah uh, and I want to do it in a slightly different way which is what I do with all my things so it's not going to be just like a web design or like a template or anything like that I'm gonna set it up so it actually helps you to generate inquiries of things that you want to do uh yeah it's going to be it's going to be really good. I have, I have big hopes for this. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I, I self-admittedly am not good at websites or SEO. So everyone, this is your person. If you have SEO questions, if you have website questions, um, I love that you've designed the inquiry system in a way that feels really natural and good for you too. And that you're going to help other people do that. So yeah, I know I'm excited about this. Amazing. Well, um, all the links to work with Ingvold are in the show notes or in the comment section. I know she would love to connect with you. Thank you so much for, it's been so fun to work with you, but also just like see your business and be inspired by you. And I'm just very excited for the future of your podcast and your coaching program and all of the things. Oh, thank you, Kristen. The mastermind was amazing to be a part of, and I can definitely recommend it to someone else who wants the community and just to learn and to get inspired to do the things that you really want it's been amazing thank you this episode was produced and edited by the lovely jen madigan creative music for this episode was written and recorded by jamie lono and shammy d thanks for being part of our dangerous creatives podcast community and we'll see you again next time